Blog Talk Radio.
Wow, wee. That was some powerful stuff going on there. Michael Jackson history. His story. H I S story. Wow, 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 wow. Giving honor to each and every presence in the atmosphere that is before us. We want to just of letting you know that this is King Philosophy presenting. Behold, I make all things brand new. That's what God has told us. And many of us have been deceived in the understanding of what that means because there's a lot of old stuff still floating around that's not doing us any good. And the scripture clearly tells us, remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? Isaiah 43, 18 and 19 speaks this as truth. And we need to understand the truth of what the Holy Spirit is bringing to us. You are a living being in this world. You have a vibration that resonates with the life force that is within you. Reach inside of yourself and capture that life force so that it will fill your consciousness to give you clarity and understanding the truth. Because tonight's presentation is liberating the truth from captivity. That is all about because of the confusion that there is on this planet of which we live and the way in which people are trying to manipulate one another. So I was listening to a song today, and it said this, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your presence, God, is what I hunger for, to be overcome by your glory, Lord, because you are a great God, a really great God. And when I hear that, I come to recognize that each and every one of us uh, is already a star, each and every one of us is already a star. The problem is you have not come to recognize that as your truth, or many have not. And as a star, amongst stars, in this atmosphere of love, we need to share that with one another so that we can resonate and radiate the vibration of the light that has already been given to us to bring manifestation to the true glory of what living is all about. We're going to go and we're going to start going deep into our program. I, I want to share with you one of the primary reasons why I brought Michael Jackson's song up is because he speaks of every story of which we write is leaving a legacy behind us. 
So I ask you, the legacy that you are leaving behind in your walk, in your talk, in your behavior, in the life in which you live. And I'm not here to bash any doctrines or any beliefs. I'm here to bring clarity because each story is merely a repeat of the message that has gone before. And the message shall forever be repeated until you all get it right, until you all told your star. The manifestation of love is the actuation of the expansion of creation within yourself. You are love, and God is love, and God being love, and God manifesting you as love. Are you showing it, or are you hiding it? Are you being the God-given self that has created you, or are you masking your existence, undermine the truth of the beauty of who you are and what you ought to be in the expression of the truth that God lives in you. And even greater than that, God's desire is to live as you. Whoa. I know that knocked a lot of socks off to some people. But think about it. If your body is to be a, a temple, a holy temple acceptable unto the Lord, King's philosophy brought to your attention that there are thieves in the temple. We need a lot of clearing up of the air and the atmosphere of which we have been exposed to. I'd like to welcome you all to King's philosophy. And we shall bring in the Lord's Prayer as um, Arlene will as being my co-host, the energy healer of whom I love, will share with us what that is about and why you will hear it in the Aramaic and how the sound of the original vibration has significance. If you would, Arlene. Thank you. Okay, so good evening, family. Good evening. So the this is the Lord's Prayer in Aramaic, and of course, you know, um, you know, some of you may know, some of you may not know, but uh, the language of the Bible, the first language of the Bible, was not English. Especially if you're born on this part of the planet, it, it wasn't English, and much of what we read is translated version. So the Lord's Prayer in and of itself um, was uh, originally spoken in Aramaic. And just so you know, uh, the reason why we, you know, played the prayer here on the show is because um, when um, words are spoken in its original tongue, it has it is believed to have more power. And this particular version is with Thomas Shalar Walker, uh, who so graciously uh, allowed us to use his music here. So uh, here we go with the Lord's Prayer. Oh. 
with that being said, I'm going to move forward in what it is that I feel is required of me. Because we've heard the songs. It says, there is more choir of you. When I hear that song, it brings tears to my eyes. Oh, wow. So, yeah, the element of emotion is real. And so I come to share that which is within me to share with you all. I'm going to go and just let you know this, this section here. When I said, you ain't who you think you are, I'm telling you that for a reason, because you belong to the creator, and the creator is coming back for you. The creator has already come back for you. That is one of the reasons why we are in a place of being able to choose. The power of choice is the greatest of anything that man can do. And when I say man, I'm speaking of mankind, man, woman, child. The whole gambit of what consciousness takes us into a place that is so much deeper than that. I believe I have opened opened a portal to a space that is beyond time and space. A place before Time was created, if you will, because time in and of itself is a created thing. And when time is done, it merely returns back to eternity. You see, I've told you time and time again, as I have shared with you in previous programs, that there is a war in heaven written in the book of Revelations, which is the last book of the Bible. And it's in the 20th chapter, which you should look into observing what that says. It's quite astonishing because it says the, in the, about this war in heaven that dragon, which is known as the devil, which was known as the archangel Lucifer, was overpowered by the chief angel, Michael. And Michael and his angels overpowered the angels of the dragon and cast them down to the earth. That's where we are now, this place. Yes, this place. But we don't see anybody saying anything about what happened after that. Until we look at the book of Genesis, which is the beginning, and it says there, and darkness covered the surface of the deep. Spirit of the Lord hovered over the waters. And this was at a time to where the earth was void and without form. And then God said, let there be light, okay? So the process is something to bring consideration to. Because I think about darkness and I think about fear. 
And I think about how that messes with us as a people in and of itself across the board. And because when in darkness, there is no sight. When in darkness, being unaware is most more horrible than unawareness, being unaware. It's more horrible than unawareness. You see, I used the word being there, okay? And the reason I, I say that is because we go back to this this aspect of being cast out of heaven to the earth. There had to have been some element of being was here on the earth before this whole process of humanity came forth. Now, with that being said, there is the thought process that starts to enter into this equation. So I look and I say, the difference between being unaware and unawareness is in unawareness, there is no knowledge and no knowing of anything. But being unaware, there is no awareness of when, what, where, or how. There is just happening that just happens with suddenness. Remember, there is no sight. Remember, there is no perception. Remember, there is total darkness. In total darkness, there is being, but in being. But if you've ever been in the dark, the sense that you manifest in the dark oftentimes is fear, especially when an uncalculated action occurs that is sudden and you get tapped or slapped or banged or shifted and you don't know where you are. You don't know what touched you. You have no idea. And things are happening unjustifiably to you. That's some scary stuff. Run hand in hand. Some people have learned how to not fear when in the dark because they've come to recognize that we are going through the darkness. You see, escaping the darkness is a process, and many have come to a level than others in awareness. You see, I remember reading a book called Dante's Inferno. And do you know, in the book Dante's Inferno, there it appears that you could at least see something coming. And that it's at least 
know or feel something coming and you had a chance to do something because he wanted to give you a visual of what was going on there. But in darkness, there is no vision. There is no sight. There's nothing but darkness. But you see, I come to tell you tonight, people, you didn't come from behold. I make all things new is what the scripture says. In this message for the liberation of your soul, I am not the only one who has come repeatedly to say something over and over again because there is a concerted effort to break us all free from captivity. And that captivity oftentimes starts within our consciousness. Liberating the truth from captivity is an ongoing struggle of every life's journey. Every life's journey. Let me share with you a quote that I received from Guinevere Barrett, who was the only student, goes like this. And you guys do what you can to write this down. It goes like this. The mind is a center of divine operation. Divine operation is always for expansion and fuller expression. And this means the production of something beyond what has gone before. Something entirely new, not included in the past experiences, though proceeding out of it by an orderly sequence of growth. Therefore, sense the divine manner with me. Consequently, in my own special world, of which I am the center, of which you are the center, divine operation must move forward. It will move forward to produce new conditions, always in advance of any that has gone before. You see, spiritual bread immediately refreshes, truth revitalizes, and light animates. This is one of my personal quotes, which I brought, well, spirit brought to my consciousness. And it goes like this. It is the authenticity of love produces fruit, which is the miracle. 
let me say it again. It is the authenticity of love that produces time. We're, we're going to go into another song. This song is a song by Michael Jackson. It touches my heart in a very, very deep way. And it's called uh, Will You Be There? And, and the reason why I, I wanted this song is because there's times where I feel very, very afraid of what I'm doing because of the conditioning that I have gone through in this life's journey of being stuck in the same old, same old. And when I look back on that same old, same old, I see it's been hundreds of years that we have gotten nowhere fast. It seems like everything is moving at a snail's pace. And with technology being as it is, with the opening of a higher level of conscious evolution and spirituality being what it is, I need you to do this. And I say that with all sincerity. So, people, keep your prayers in for me. I have no idea what the future holds for me, but God does. And through your prayers, through your meditation, through the vibration of love and the unified feel of which we all are a part thereof, you who will assist in my getting through all of this. So at this time, we're going to hear Michael Jackson's song, Will You Be There?
in all you do and wherever you go. And that the Lord may keep his promise to me. If your descendants watch how they live, and if they walk faithfully before me with all their heart and soul, you will never fail to have a man on the throne of Israel. People, I look at that word Israel, and I see the word is, and I see the word will. You know what else I see? When they talk about Israelites, real lights, because there's some fake lights out here. When I tell you guys about that story in the, the heavenly realms where the dragon was cast out of heaven and all the angelic hosts that was in submission to that dragon, which is known as the devil. That dragon was once an archangel, which was the light bearer. That light was taken away from the light bearer before he was cast to the earth. So there could not be nothing but darkness down here at the time in which we speak of when. So I share this with you because liberating the truth from captivity is not an easy task. As a people of the cultures, ethnicities, and behaviors, we are all inundated by stories of escape from captivity. Everywhere, in every corner of the earth, this story is for no matter your religion, no matter your belief, stories of escape are taught to us, no matter who you or where you have come or from where you have been. Have you ever considered why? No matter your background, no matter what, we are inundated with stories of escape. The Bible has them all over the place. And there is a message there that resonates with your spirit somewhere, somehow. That is to waken you to come to a realization, to remove the old stuff and get it out of the way because it's not personal. It's about liberating the truth from captivity. Well, I have searched out the deep things of this life's living. It's one of the reasons why I read the first king, the second chapter, where David's charge to Solomon sought out the deep things of life. 
And I get emotional when I think about that because you don't hear people telling you the stories that I'm bringing to your attention. And there's a conviction in my spirit that's telling me that I'm giving you the truth. You have the option of accepting it or rejecting it. You have the option of sharing it or keeping it to yourself. Things that I say to you is you have to decide what is your obligation. So, in my searching out the deep things of this life's living, I come to tell you the things that I do. The most complex lie in this one commonality of all of humanity, and it is this. We all have not come from darkness. We all have come through darkness. But this is the caveat. This is the biggest caveat. We all are still processing the through darkness or you are stuck in it. Wow. The question of which many are plagued with is the asking of others around about us, are you? Now get this. The letters are you and the words are you sound exactly alike, but both possess the power because sound is energy and energy does not dissipate. It only recreates. The newest language on the scene of this created substance known as Earth is English. And English cast spells through its sound. Carefully observe how much the English language relies on Latin, Old French, Euro-Indo lexicon of word etymology. Did you ever notice I said medieval? Does that not sound like an abbreviated way of saying middle evil? Hmm. You see, the whole world is possessed by the sound energy, glomeration of word usage. And we continue living life oblivious to what it is doing to our soul life of action, behavior, and deeds. I need you to understand this. Your life has been conditioned from the conditioning of the non-remembrance of your soul. I'll say that again. Your life has been conditioned from the conditioning of the non-remembrance of your soul. You see, there was a time outside of time itself of which we all have been ruled 
by the power of fear because darkness was all there was of our past experience. Before the light reappeared. Let me say it again. You see, there was a time outside of time itself of which we all have been ruled by the power of fear because darkness was all there was of our past experience before the light reappeared. Do you get what I'm saying to you? When those who were in the angelic realm, heaven was all one unified field of energy, of manifestation of light. And there was a rebellion in heaven. You see, the king of Babylon is about something long before our now. The king of Babylon is about something long before the scriptures were written. The king of Babylon is about something long before your conscious remembrance. Before the darkness, you knew nothing but the light. That was until the light was separated from the darkness. And then when the light shines in the darkness, as John 1, 5 says, the darkness comprehended it not. Remember, as I shared with you in the beginning, when in the darkness, darkness and fear ran hand in hand, you didn't know what was going on because you had a being that was unaware. All you knew was darkness and nothing more. And that's a horrible place of existence. But remember, I shared with you that the scripture tells us that I'm not trying to play games with your head. I'm telling you to think, think on your own accord. Let the Spirit of the Lord come inside of you. Like I told you, let the Holy Spirit, welcome the Holy Spirit to come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. You see what I'm saying? The atmosphere in which we live, you manifest because you are a creator. What you think about, you bring about. With no idea of the climate of our atmosphere, we can end up in any condition. But Isaiah 43, 18 tells us, remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? Come on, people. I just shared with you some deep knowledge here. Listen. Oration is always for expansion and fuller expression. And this means the production of something beyond what has gone before. Something in
sequence of growth. Therefore, since the divine cannot change its inherent nature, that nature is love and manner with me and with you. You have to believe this. Consequently, in my own special world, in your own special world, of which you are the center, divine operation must move forward. It will move forward to produce new conditions always in advance of any that have gone before. You have to trust this, people. We're not playing games here. We're talking about changing the whole dynamic of what this world has been because that's what we're here to do. I told you in the beginning, we are stars because we belong to God. If we're here in the to allow you to see the truth of what is before us. At this time, we're going to play a song called The Burning Bush by Earth, Wind, and Fire.
Okay, family, we are going to go through a little short exercise, and after that, I'm going to have Arlene come on the line um, to share a little um, something we just talked about. So I want you to relax yourselves. I want you to take a deep breath and just let it go. Fill up the lungs, fill up the lungs, let it go and relax in your whole being. Now I want you to fill yourself with the vibration of love and this deep breath now. Fill yourself with the vibration of love. Let us breathe on again. And release. Now I want you to say this to yourself or say it out loud. Today, I am in charge of my thoughts because today's thoughts create my tomorrow. Our future is determined by our thoughts. Your thoughts determine your mood. And your mood automatically changes your feelings. The willingness to forgive is greater than the knowing how to forgive. Because this act alone gives the universe permission to respond to the activity of your will. Today, 
I am willing to forgive and willing to remove old negative thoughts and beliefs so that I can make way for new thought experiences. I now release the need to blame anyone and choose to no longer be limited by any old thinking process. Let's say that again. I now release the need to blame anyone and choose to no longer be limited by any old thinking process. I now come to know that my greatest point of power is always in my present moment. No matter how long ago an event, no matter how long ago a circumstance or situation, I can now release the past and forgive as God allows me to forgive. Forgiveness is the solution to almost every problem as it is the forerunner of love being the answer to whatever action is needed because love always knows what to do. Forgiveness is a gift to myself. When I forgive all there is to forgive, I set myself free. I am now able to free myself and release my past of old hurts so that I can move into the new glorious experiences that await me. I now realize that holding on to every past hurt keeps us stuck in bondage, goal of all expectation. Only good lies before me. I let go of all expectation. Only good lies before us. I now flow freely and lovingly with life. I am safe. All of life supports me. The universe supports balance, harmony, and peace. I am balance, harmony, and peace. Thoughts create my future, and it is new thought releases me 
from the bondage of the past. When my new thoughts are thoughts of positivity and are divinely designed to be the fulfillment of my new me, I become a new creature. I am a new creature. Amen. Arlene, are you there? Um, I think Arlene might have fell off the line. So with that being said, we'd like to say if by chance there's anyone who is on the line who has any questions, feel free to, I think it is, press uh, 1. And I believe that raises your hand. And we can allow you to come in onto the call from the wrong okay. Let me see if I can do this. Hello, 773. Um, Hi, good evening. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, yes. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. What a profound message tonight. Oh, my gracious. Thank you so very, very much. So much you gave. So much you gave. And and the tunes and songs, I can't believe. I I never heard that earth, wind, and fire. (laughs) But, you know, that statement of coming, that we're not coming from the darkness, but we're going through the darkness. Is, uh, is 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 a, a, a new thought. We come through the darkness, and um, not come from the darkness. It's like it, it's like Jesus was saying, "We're in the world. He's in the world, but we're not of it." So I, I see that reality um, every day. There are things going on, and and you make a choice every day to be of it. And if you're not aware of your thoughts or the power of your thoughts or or saying some of those affirmations that you gave, King, are are you going to make that available to us? Is that part of your book, or you just have to wait and listen to the replay? (laughs) Because it was was really great. Those were taking charge. Your thoughts. That's very, very helpful. Um, because that way we take charge of our thoughts, we take in charge of our life, and we're taught to take in charge of our evolution, our constant evolution. This is what you're saying that whatever, whatever is today is greater than the day before. I just appreciate. You making that so clear that every moment in our life we're moving towards something greater than before. 
And um, I just appreciate that. I appreciate you taking the time and, and as you say, you're entering this new phase of your life, that you're willing to just be so profoundly sharing so generously. And I, and I feel your love. Okay, so I won't hold. I feel your love because only love can allow you to be so clear, so painstakingly clear, because you really want us to, to hear and to understand. And I just want you to know I receive you. Okay, love you. Thank you so much, Mama Joy. I love you. I love hearing your voice. Uh, you always inspire me. Um, I'm going to talk with Arlene to see what we can do to bring the uh, those words to the table for distribution. Um, she she's more technologically savvy than me, uh, so <laughs> um, she has a way of which we can put the information on um, online. I believe. We could probably put it on our Facebook page. Um, mm. We could actually receive requests if those who may hear the replay choose, they could actually send us an email and we can actually write something up so that we can print it out on your computer. Mm. Okay? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, for so many reasons. So for so many so many reasons uh, that would just be that would just be I would try to find illuminating that's the word it would be so illuminating yeah yeah, yeah. thank you so much Hi. and I'll keep us in remembrance that we're going through thank you love and continue your wonderful work of life thank you God thank you so very much Thank you so much. That was help in love with that Mama Joy um, out of Chicago. Oh, we love her spirit. I tell you, too, because she always inspires, and I am so grateful for that. She has a program called the Emancipation. Well, it's about the emancipation of the soul, and um, we're going to see. We see. Oh, could you share with that? Oh, what what that is, Mama Joy? You. Well, you know, I never thought about that. You just amazed me. It's 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 a, the re, the re, ah, resurrection of the Emancipation Proclamation, and and I can receive that emancipating of the soul because um, the assignment came to me was given to me while I was going through a very dark time and um and it is to remind us that we have an awesome journey here in this place of America and I know it sounds like I'm reiterating what you're saying but it's a story that we should never forget and understanding that we are children from a place of darkness Come on, Holy Spirit. It's important to to know that we've never been up without the light. And when we do forget, we find repeating, and eventually God will bring a light. 
such as King's message, such as the Emancipation Proclamation, for us to be able to tell our story. And to tell our story, again, without blaming anyone, because we have now been conditioned. Come on, Holy Spirit. King, everything that you said tonight is just so pungent and so much into our resurrection and our becoming something new and the charge and responsibility that we have to our life because the chains were taken off our ancestors. And I have to remind myself, I am not those people. The chains and the shackles were taken off. But God had to move us into a place where we'd be able to receive the reality. And right now, you are an emancipator. You are emancipating Thank you, Jesus. You are. And I do it every third Sunday at 3 o'clock, and I'll be sending you information regarding the. Uh, I'm going to be, I have four TV programs that's coming on through the KN TV, and, uh, which is the Community Access Network. And in the, about two weeks, I'll be speaking in Korea. Oh, you got me on fire, child. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, because this is what emancipation is all about. Taking charge of your life, taking charge of your freedom. You don't you go you do not go to another flesh and blood for your freedom. You go within. You go within and tap with that source within. And what you're doing is telling your story. You're telling your story. And you're also aligning yourself up with the scripture. Woo! Next year, 2018, King, you know what it's going to be? I'm going to be bringing authors here, and I'm calling it the New New Testament. The New New Testament. Yes. Right. Yes, I love it. The New New Testament. And, yes, because your story and what you presented tonight aligns you with biblical scriptures. Hello, even before any book was formed. And we just coming out, but God had to allow our people to go down to seemingly nothingness so that we could come up with a greater power of the I am, blaming no one, focusing just on what God wants us to do, and that is to create a greater light, to let it be known. <clears throat> Truly no weapon formed against God or the creation of God shall prosper. Ah, be that light. I just love you, King, and what you're doing. Oh, my God. Awesome, awesome, awesome. It's a time of emancipation, and that's our charge for today. <sighs> Love you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. God bless you. That's our beloved Mama Joy. Amen. Amen. All right. All of the same are back on the line. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, family. I apparently I'm having diff- technical difficulties on my end. <laughs> but um so as I I was taking in um what it is that you had to share, the one aspect of it that uh that infinite intelligence was sharing with me was that 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 this place of being um, being in a new 
of place being created anew. It's something that's continually ongoing with every aspect of our experience that is unfamiliar to us. And so why do you fear what it is that, or why is it that you fear what it is that, um, that is being the vision that's being brought before you, um, that um, your creator has put in your mind and your consciousness to bring to fruition. Um, there, the reason and the reason for that, um, whether or not it is in what it is that you're supposed to be doing here on the planet, whether or not it is taking a spiritual walk that those that you know that your higher self is leading you into it it goes for almost every single aspect of your uh, of your life creating something that is new that means walking down some paths that have been untreaded by anybody else i think and you, also the story about um what you were saying that we continually get these stories about liberation. Um, I think one of my, you know, I didn't read it until I was, um, until about a couple of years ago, but I remember my mother having a Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Um, I can't remember the name of the author. But anyway, uh, when I read, when I read that story, that story ended up, when I thought about it, uh, that story was about liberation and and with uh, many of the biblical stories like you had already mentioned, they're about liberation, that we're continuing uh, our process of being uh, liberated. But it means it means that you that what is being required of you is stepping forward into a path that you have not taken before, a path that nobody has taken before, a path that require that may require you to walk a different path than your family and friends. There are some things that you're going to have to do that you cannot take your friends and family with you, that you have to be a place in being a way shower. Um, the whole the 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 Christ story, which has you know we, which we're familiar with in the Bible, but there have been quite there have been um, more there have been more who have who have walked a path or walked the holy path, um, and continually you see those beings uh, walking a path that was not easy. But it is necessary for your liberation. It may also require you to do things that are outside of the box or outside of what you would consider normal. And it it, mean, it means being who it is that you truly are. So infinite intelligence can recognize you and recognize your presence on the planet so that the work can get done. 
infinite intelligence is always looking for work to get done and it's going to require you to move past your fear move past that inner darkness because there is uh, just like infinite intelligence is working for your liberation the other side is counting on the fear to derail you from your purpose you know and the they already know that the jig is up but you've got to make the decision it is up to you and sometimes it's going to require work. It's going to require you to do things that can be challenging. And then I, I think I'm complete on that. But that, you know, that is my distilled version of all that you shared shared tonight. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. I, I love you, ladies. And you I do. Um, Arlene is going to share with us the website and the email for those okay, who so, wish a copy of um, the, the presentation I gave and um, allowing you to fill yourself with the vibration of love. That's what we'll call it. Um, that's what we'll entitle it. I kind of composed it from a variety of sources that allowed me to bring it together for this particular purpose as spirit has the, the directed me to do because I know that when I look at the story of let's say let's say we have been in darkness for so long when you when when you're in a condition for so long you become conditioned to the condition you accept that environment as a part of yourself and you have difficulty in detaching yourself from such an environment when you are removed out of that environment and put into another environment. When you are moved out of that one atmosphere into another atmosphere, because of the conditioning of the old atmosphere, you find difficulty in shifting to the new atmosphere. You come, you find difficulty in shifting to the the new environment, and as I have been looking into these deep things that the Spirit has shared with me, I find it interesting that all of us have this sort of struggle, if you will, in becoming, quote-unquote, great, if you will. Um, when you think about the movie stars, stars, you know, if, when you think of uh, the the all-star players in the game that we see in, in life that is shared with us across the board. They have achieved an uh, element of excellence because they have put in the work in order to reach this level of expertise, if you will, um, this level of elevation, if you will. I I thought back and I I, what was revealed to me last week is this thing that people are so caught up in the sports arena, the football players here in the United States, if you will. You know, I thought about that, and I thought about the story of we talking so much about that escape 
And when we look at the football game, it's about gaining territory, you know, and we should be about kingdom work here on earth. So when it's time for us to take the ball, gain territory, we need to do that. When it comes time for us to defend the territory that is ours, we need to stand our ground and do that. Be in the world but not of the world. Do not allow yourself to be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's funny how scripture can just fall into your brain and it's like in there, you know, it's not going anywhere. And I like that. It was kind of cool. Um, but I see that when I looked at the, the football game, I, and I thought about this. This is what crossed my mind. I said, let's say we were looking at this place of darkness. And think about this. Satan, the devil already has you. He believes that you're his. When you were in heaven, you were under his authority at that particular time. When the the angels, so now I don't know if I shared this part of the story with you guys, but let's say we know that there's a chain of command. And in every aspect of the chain of command, you have to follow the orders of those who are above you, those who are your superiors, whether you like it or not. Outside of that, you are being in disobedience. And you cannot be insubordinate because there's punishment to that. So let's say we're living and seeing this experience of a new authority, if you will, that now has authority over all of these angels. And now this authority decides to rebel against what the order, divine order of heaven is all about. And heaven's not having it. So he got him up out of there. But the stories in the Bible share the exact same thing. Um, before we go into that, I'm going to read this section that, that I saw in the scripture. It's in Jeremiah, the 30th chapter. And it goes like this. The people of Israel and Judah have done nothing but evil in my sight from their youth. Indeed, the people of Israel have done nothing but provoke me with what their hands have made, declares the Lord. From the day it was built until now, this city has so aroused my anger and wrath that I must remove it from my sight. Wow, I'm thinking about the battle of heaven right now. But see, the story constantly keeps coming back to us to remind us, to bring us to remembrance. Okay, 32, verse 32 says, The people of Israel and Judah have provoked me by all the evil they have done. They, their kings and officials, their priests and prophets, the men of Judah and the people of Jerusalem, they turned their backs to me and not their faces. Though I taught 
them again and again. They would not listen or respond to discipline. Wow. So then let's go to the 37th verse. And I'm going to read this one from 37 until 41. But this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I will surely gather them from all the land where I banished them in my furious anger and great wrath. I will bring them back to this place and let them live in safety. They will be my people, and I will be their God. I will give them singleness of heart and action so that they will always fear me, not the devil. That, that, that part wasn't there, uh, not the devil. It says, <laughs> so that they will always fear me for their own good and the good of their children after them. Say a lot about that, but I'm going to continue to read. I will make an everlasting covenant with them. I will never stop doing good to them. And I will inspire them to fear me so that they will never turn away from me. I will rejoice in doing them good and will assuredly plant them in this land with all my heart and soul. Wow. Okay. I don't know if I share this with the family or not. Oftentimes we hear in the scripture it talks about the fear of the Lord. Now, when we talk about this aspect of discipline, when you do not maintain obedience to the authority, which when in heaven at that particular time when this devil had charge over all these angels and then they were cast down to earth. The only thing devil, that, that dragon could do in order to keep them in subjection is to rule them by fear, okay? So fear manifested itself in the conditioning of these beings. Now, you are conditioned by fear. Now, if you choose no longer to control by fear, yet your control mechanism is fear, then we have to take that control mechanism, which is fear, and take it out of the power of the one who had charge over you. Now we take that fear with which you've been conditioned to respond and you hand it over to the Lord. Because in here it said what? Let me see if I can find that section because that kind of blew me away just now. It said, I will give them singleness of heart and action so that they will always fear me for their own good and the good of their children after them. When the fear of the devil was in the program, it wasn't for your good. It was for his good. 
and he wasn't going to let you out of there. So, but I thought about that, and you're in captivity, and you cannot escape. I thought about the football game because we cheer for the team that wins because they gave us a symbolism of escape. And I can just see the heavenly host actually cheering every time one of us decide that we are going to take the right path as opposed to the path of darkness. Because this is the strange thing. When I listen to the story that was given by Napoleon Hill in 192011, and I didn't come across this book until 2015, in that book, there's a story about the devil giving a confession. And in this story, he says that he was tricked by what you call uh, the Lord. He used a different term. Um, anyway, it was infinite intelligence. Um, which, by theory, from what I understand, this is supposed to have been um, the Lord himself, okay? So the battle is between him, uh, the devil, and the Lord. And so he says that if you continue to stay locked in to or stuck in darkness for the most part, where you can't get out of that conditioning, you're going to return back to his, his realm. So I think that story kind of woke me up to this story in which I'm sharing with you people about this uh, being caught up in darkness and recognizing that we have the power of choice. The reason why we as human beings have been given the power of choice is because when we were captured and we were in darkness, there was no choice. You had to be in submission to the one who had authority over you. And there was no choice. Creation. You now have the power of choice. And you are made now just a little higher than the angels themselves because of that. But it's your choice to choose or not to choose. So, Arlene, I'm giving you the floor again. And uh, I think we'll do the song Man in the Mirror. Okay, so you you mentioned this earlier, but if anybody wants to reach out to us, um, our email address is familyhealingcircle at gmail.com. That is familyhealingcircle at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to us through Facebook. Our uh, page is called the Divine Inspiration Network. Again, that's the Divine Inspiration Network. And um, the information about our shows are posted there. And if uh, also, one of the things that you should know is that if you contact us through Facebook um, and give us your telephone number, I will add you to the list where we send out uh, a notice 
that we are putting on a show for the evening. Uh, and when I said we're putting on a show, we're going to be putting on live shows so that you're able to listen to us and call in online. Um, and we will go ahead and play Man in the Mirror. I'm gonna make a change for once in my life. It's gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference. Gonna make it right. As I turn up the collarbone, my favorite winter coat. The wind is blowing my mind. I see the kids in the street. Not enough to eat Who am I to be blind Pretending not to see them I'm 
you we thank God for you and we know that wherever you are God is